Five Breakfast. Catch up on Five Breakfast. Team, you ready to learn a little bit about Harry Belafonte? Yeah. So this is an. It's a very, very remar- a remarkable thing and unusual for us to do to talk about a musician who's not released music in a very long time, has also not ever released music that's played on 5FM, and that was mainly because of the cultural boycotts and apartheid. But we need to talk about Harry Belafonte. He's got an incredible legacy. He died at 96. It was announced yesterday. And his legacy beyond unbelievable music is what he did for South Africa. So let me give you a quick rundown. Harry Belafonte was born in America, African-American man, and he was an absolutely pioneering musician because he was one of those first black musicians to be to achieve what is called crossover. So there was a lot of money in being played on white radio stations in America back in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. There still is. And very few black musicians could actually jump across. Like Sam Cooke, for example, got a lot of airplay on white radio because many listeners didn't know that he was black. It was a deeply, deeply racist time. But Harry Belafonte broke through, as did Sam Cooke. And Harry Belafonte became one of the first African Americans to win Grammy Awards, for example, to become a superstar on television so he did incredible work but the vital part of the story as it relates to South Africa is that many musicians from overseas helped and tried to aid the freedom struggle and because it's Freedom Day tomorrow it's even more important that we talk about this kind of thing like you know Stevie Wonder was banned for example when he dedicated his Grammy to the apartheid struggle uh Paul Simon was banned after Simon and Garfunkel well Paul Simon collaborated with Eddie Smith like Mombazel but Harry Belafonte went way further. He had, as a protege, Hugh Masakela. He hosted South Africans in exile in, in, in his home. He organized a visa for Miriam Makeba to go to America when it was unbelievably hard for South Africans to get anywhere because of the stigma of the apartheid government, because of the fact that many countries, like the United States of America, quietly supported or at least didn't, you know, discourage the apartheid government. And the fact that, you know, it was very hard to leave South Africa at all. But Harry Belafonte went so far. He went so far. He released two albums with Miriam Makeba, one which actually went uh, to, win on, uh, to win a Grammy that I'm so lucky to have on vinyl. But he went even further than that. He sang South African songs in Kosa, Zulu, Swahili. He learned the language so that he could sing the songs that represented a struggle for freedom. For example, this is Harry Belafonte, an American man, singing Tula Tula with Miriam Makeba. Listen to this. Look how far he went. And because of this kinds of music that was award-winning and because of his support of the freedom struggle he was also banned in South Africa so virtually nobody heard that music but because at least in this country but around the world people were listening to Harry Belafonte and Miriam Makeba and forming an emotional connection with the struggle for freedom through this kind of music so so important so incredible then what he also did was he released an album way later in the 80s called Sun City and this was because many international artists tried to exploit a loophole to perform in South Africa without breaking the cultural boycott right by performing at Sun City which was technically by some classification a homeland and and not South Africa and so people would go to Sun City to perform which obviously allowed them to make a lot of money and kind of support the apartheid government and 
normalize it. Harry Belafonte hated this, and so he created a compilation album with the likes of Bruce Springsteen, Pat Benatar, Herbie Hancock, called Sun City. And it went viral, was a massive success, and it was about we're not going to perform at Sun City. And they made over a hundred thousand US dollars in royalties from that album, which they all donated every dollar to the Freedom Struggle and the ANC. So, truly an iconic man out of the goodness of his own heart for no need to do so often making personal career sacrifices to try to support the struggle for freedom and make a fundamental difference and he was also an absolutely incredible musician so here's a song called Malaika sung by Harry Belafonte and Miriam Makeba from the album An Evening with Belafonte and Makeba like fundamentally one of those songs that through its beauty and through its impact changed public international perceptions about apartheid and fighting against it. Just so you know how good he and Miriam sounded together. Listen to this. So in all of this, as a little tribute so that we all know and recognize the incredible work and legacy of a dear friend of this country, Harry Belafonte, rest in peace and thank you so much. Morning guys, wow that Harry Belafonte, you know, piece was just so moving. I never realized how pivotal he was in, you know, part of South Africa's freedom and also we always praise like you know only Miriam Makeba as if she was a breakout star for that time but never so much who helped her and who definitely supported her thank you for sharing that it was great for my kids to hear it it was great for me to learn it but you know it's just it's such a nice story it's a nice story to tell yes and I mean on all streaming platforms, anywhere you like, you can go and check out his music, but particularly go and listen to An Evening with Belafonte and Makeba. It's beautiful. Also, Holly just tweeted it. The cover art. Ooh. Smolder. Don't they just look divine? I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's really amazing. Like purples and blues. Very good looking man. I was looking at his old pictures. And I think I think one thing that I, uh, when you look at the story, when you as you were explaining it to me, I mean, it's not lost on us as well that as an African-American man, he was facing segregation. I mean, the Jim Crow era, it was hard enough being a black performer in your country. Now you have to help your help your help somebody else now who's facing their oppression in their country i mean it was very selfless of him actually to do, to do you that you are absolutely right no it's an extraordinary sacrifice and it's funny because harry belafonte he always slick image but he was a bit of a badass you know mm-hmm. he was friends with all of the black panther guys he knew all of the civil rights leaders he oh. really like took his moment and dedicated his life to trying to make the the, the world better mm-hmm. um and Fortunately, and I'm so glad for this because you know sometimes people dedicate their lives to something and and the good comes just after they've died and so they don't know what they've done. Like the fact that he has been able to see such radical change uh, for black people across the world is really special, really, really special. Here's way back from Skrillex, Pink Pantheress and Trippy Red. After eight in the morning, we're going to talk about living sustainably. (coughs) 
catch up on some of the best moments from Five Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.